Remo's going to love this. Welcome to Decaf, a weekly podcast by the Beacon Center of Tennessee. I'm Taylor here with Mark, who just had me so annoyed right before we started because he can't figure out scarves. I've never worn a scarf before. It's not my fault. (laughs) we're wearing scarves is because this is National School Choice Week. We'll talk about it in a second. But one of the really notable things about National School Choice Week is everything is yellow and kids come to state capitol buildings all over the country in their yellow scarves. And so we are proud to support that. One more thing. My dad has always like had this huge issue with men who wear scarves he thinks it's tar- awful he That's, hates it okay so we actually we were watching a old like early 2000s movie with my friends the other night and we saw a man in a scarf and our whole group text after that night became sending pictures of men wearing scarves and looking so stupid so like, most guys look stupid in scarves yeah. right like not all but most not all yes but most. me can, for sure yeah absolutely <laughs> you kind of look like yes. Don Weasley thank you okay <laughs> on to our actual podcast topics um so Sad news um, for everyone this weekend about the Kobe Bryant tragic death of him and his daughter. Um, and there have been people on Twitter. Of course, everyone is is mourning because it was such a tragedy. All nine people on the so helicopter. Surprising so too, surprising. Yeah. Um, children, parents, people leaving kids behind, and. You know, a lot of people on Twitter are saying, what's the big deal? People die every day. And A, that's insensitive. I know. It's unbelievable. It's very insensitive. But B, I think that the the big deal is that, um, you know, obviously everyone has been touched by someone's death. But when, when it's a notable figure like this, someone who's so in the spotlight and someone who um, and and the circumstances around it are so tragic it kind of reminds you that life is so short that's right um, and I think that's a lot of the things you know Ellen talked about it Jimmy Fallon talked about it life really is so short and he would have never you know he wasn't sick nothing was going on it's tragic just like when Princess Diana got in that accident no nope, you don't see it coming and when you don't yeah. see it coming it's just terrifying and what I think is interesting is that like when people are complaining like oh people die every day like of course that's true but this is somebody who is known by everybody that's the whole reason it's, it's news it's it's not because his life's more important than anybody else who no, died or anything like that. It's, it's just not. that everyone knows who he is. And for a guy who's 41 years old, and again, there was, what, three or four young girls who were killed, which is devastating. Yes, children. I'm um, going to, I think, a, a, a girls a basketball, basketball game. game. Just and an everyday occurrence. It was just sad. And it, it, it makes you think, too, because, like, if you, I mean, if you've had somebody close to you pass, it, like, mm-hmm. even when they pass, it, it makes you think about things. And that's kind of, this was another, like, situation that, like, I don't know Kobe. No. But it's like, oh, God, you're right. Like, Life I really is need, so short. I need to think more about the stuff that I doing and tell people that I love that I love them more and yeah. make sure that you live your best life while you're here. Exactly. I, I think I, I always do that and I never follow through, but I always think when something like this happens, I'm like, man, I'm going to go and I'm going to live really big and I'm going to do all this. I mean, I planned a trip for this weekend after that. Like, yeah. I'm always like, I'm going to do it really big. And then in a few weeks, it kind of fades it's, away. It's just, like not, it's just another reminder, of course, right, and every time that happens. Bored and that, with it. But, um, <laughs> bored, bored, bored with being a better person. Bored with living a great life. <laughs> But I do, and I just, re- I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. I don't want to do this today. Oh, I don't want to tell that person what I've wanted to tell them. Oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to embarrass myself. Whatever it is. Yeah. And, and this is just kind of a, a reminder to do that. And let me take the last 30 seconds here to go on a little bit of a rant. The news media should be absolutely embarrassed for how they handled this. They had like four mm-hmm. wrong reports. TMZ reported it before. So Kobe's knew it. ABC was saying that all four of his daughters were on board. Uh, CBS, like they were saying Rick Fox was on board. Oh, the this, Rick Fox thing, This yeah. is why nobody trusts the media. Because That's so true. They, rec- they report this BS. None of it was true. And 
how are they going to tell people who like right-wing people like oh trust us we're the news no this was all you want to get the story out first you don't care if it's true or not and it was embarrassing anyone involved with that should all be fired yeah I agree. and, and it you was should so I, bad. I like the media generally i don't trust that after this kind of thing how do you trust that you can't play with with the circumstances surrounding well like everyone that. did and they, reporting fake things like it's not even like they reported something no. too soon they lied they, they were reporting falsehoods straight up not true and you want to talk about how trump lies all the time and you want to report every falsehood you possibly uh-huh. can about this thing Agreed. like you have to be consistent you have to be consistent i agree with that another thing that we can like bash the media about is <laughs> perfect yeah, media bashing it is school choice week um you know I, I think it's interesting that there are people on both sides of the aisle that appreciate school choice um yeah. just the other day representative deberry from memphis got the a democrat from memphis, a democrat yeah. from memphis got the champions of school choice award um from a bunch of us groups who appreciate school choice and work hard for it yeah and um i I think i was actually talking to someone in our office and we were talking about how school choice should kind of just be a litmus test for a lot of politicians like you know you should be in favor of doing whatever is necessary to give children the best educational opportunities they can possibly have and that's what school choice week is about is about recognizing people who've worked hard for it but also bring it to the national attention that kids kids and parents should have a choice and you shouldn't be zoned for a school that you and half and locked into a school because of a zip code and so a, arbitrary and a lot of democrats who were running for president were previously for school choice exactly. until they needed money from unions and then they changed their mind because the unions are for that but but so why don't you so we have an hour a minute 45 up in the second why don't you explain because i think it's important that people actually understand what school choice means because yeah. there's a lot of different ways why don't we talk about yeah, it? yeah so school choice essentially means putting the putting the power in parents hands as to where their children go to school and there's a lot of different ways to do that currently in most states a lot of states don't have school choice programs at all tennessee instituted an education savings account program last year which is a form of school choice that was one of the first um we're one of the first states to do something and even ours is very limited but um but to simplify it, it's more like the money that the taxpayers actually the money the that i pay to the state should be up to me to choose where my kids go into school like i should be able that to that money control. should follow the kid and it's not yes. a system and that's right. the thing is everyone against is arguing for systems and adults and they don't seem to be concerned about yeah. kids the idea that people in nashville and memphis can say you know what i'm really happy that my kids are going to fail in school that's they're not and they don't have a choice and we we have to put the caveat out there that yes there are a lot of educational systems in all the states that are not doing so great not doing so hot and this is not a be-all end-all solution for fixing the education problems in Tennessee however I mean it is going to take a holistic approach truly but when you're paying into the system you should be able to dictate how that money is spent especially when it concerns your children and we're already paying I mean, the taxers and some of the people who who would be most affected don't pay tax or they don't pay very much in taxes but look we're already spending say ten thousand dollars for your kid you should be able to send them to a better school if you want to you have that money you should have the option and maybe you're super happy your public school and that's great stay there stay the we idea are pro is public school all, all, we're, we're pro good education and, and it's like, like and it's a weird thing where you have like the minority especially the black community is really on board with us mm-hmm. but it's kind of like like most so the the union loving liberal politicians who are against this practice i, I don't understand it i, I don't get i don't get it you at can't all. make a good argument to me about why school choice is a bad thing yeah and i was going to talk about we ran out of time but i was going to talk about billy eilish and how you know she just she's a singer she's a singer she's a very famous singer know, she just really. swept the grammy awards last weekend and she and her brother were both homeschooled their entire lives and proud of it and they're huge proponents of homeschooling because it gave her an opportunity to pursue music and pursue something she's talented in while still getting a great education talk about something that puts the 
opportunity in parents and students' hands. So Absolutely. pro school choice, go school choice week. Go We've just choice. had a great a great week this week. Um, the next thing I want to talk about. Oh my gosh. Okay, so hi, we're really hating on the media, and I'm loving it. Wait, so, wait, real quick, before we do, I got to get back. The Washington Post made a, did a great editorial about pro school choice. So it's not all the media. Some yes. even the left like school choice. So continue yes. hating on the media shout now. Out to Washington uh, yeah, yeah. Post I want to give them one shout something out right. since we're actually trashing the rest of them. Yes. Let's, one shout out. So let's trash CNN for a second. <laughs> Perfect. So I actually I kind of have thick skin when it comes to the media. I usually roll my eyes and thumbs down people's Facebook things or whatever. I actually got really ticked off yesterday because on Don Lemon's show, he had Rick Wilson and some other guy's name I can't remember, and they were making fun of Trump voters. Yeah, and, and Trump himself. And Trump yeah. himself, and they were making fun of Trump voters and using Southern accents to do it and just saying that all And Trump, really dumb comments. Yes, it's they like were, he, they, He's like, uh, they couldn't find uh, Ukraine. They couldn't find Ukraine a, on the map if it had a U and a picture of a crane that's on right, it. Yeah. And, you know... I just think that, and and I'm I'm gonna risk going on a rant here, but I'm I think that the media is really screwing itself. Like they're doing themselves in with a lot of people by alienating folks. Don Lemon sat there and laughed his head off. He thought it was the funniest thing he's ever seen. And then yeah. he came out today and said, "Oh, I didn't hear everything that happened." And That's why you were laughing hysterically the exactly, whole time because you didn't hear what happened. Exactly. He gave the most weak apology. It wasn't really even an apology. He was more like qualifying what he did. And I, I don't know. I, I could say so many things about this, but I think the main thing is um, you can't just make fun of people just because they don't agree with your political views. And one like, of, you can't do that. One of the best comments on Twitter I saw, which I mean, it's and I think it was actually Ivanka Trump that did it. She was like, look, you keep talking about how our country is so divided. And, and like, that's a big point. And then you're saying these things to actually help divide the country even more. It's like, look, nobody's nobody's talking about Trump being, I don't think, a uniter uh, in a lot of ways. But you are trying to divide people. Like a lot of people who voted for Trump didn't necessarily like him. And they yes. said, you know what? He's just the better of two options. Some people do like him. Some people hate him. It, none of these people are necessarily bad people. No. And this idea that everyone who voted for Trump's stupid or everyone who voted Democrat's an idiot. Like, like it's just or not true. Or that everyone from the South voted for Trump and is therefore a hick. Or that everyone, like it, it just, it really got on my nerves. The Southern accent thing. I think that's what really riled me up the most was that they were just making And saying the dumbest people. things about like, oh, they're like the elites and that we're all dumb. Yeah, it's like, this one guy goes, you elites and your geography. Talking about how yeah. Southern people don't and rednecks don't know where Ukraine is. So what if they don't? People, everybody has the same right to vote. Everyone, you know, like yeah. I have the same. I have a thick, thick Southern accent. No one would argue against that. I am a conservative as much as the day is long. Like no one's going to argue with these yeah. things. But I would never say anything like that about about someone that I do view as. A self-important elite, and I don't want people to talk about me that way. Yeah, I think it's I think it's unfair. I mean, I think that everyone has kind of come out against us, though, except for the extreme left. Like that's not fair. Yeah, it was in very poor taste, including Democrats. So like, no, no, that's not cool to do that. Like no. that's not okay. It was in incredibly poor taste, and Rick Wilson has doubled down on Twitter, and it's just kind of. But but a lot of people say like this is why. You want to know, want to know why people hate the media? This is your forty-five second clip of why. Yes. Period. Point blank. P this is why people hate the media. The last thing we're going to talk about is Mark and I are going to trivia tonight with his girlfriend and a few of our other friends. And I know what you're thinking. Yes, Mark <laughs> does have a girlfriend, and yes, he does have friends. <laughs> Shockingly enough. The friends thing. I mean, I'm paying them, but they are it's still coming. I mean, and the girlfriend is my I'm boss. Her a lot. Yes. Oh my you have gosh. to go. That's I have to. Part go. of her job. Part of my goals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we love trivia and like 
I think this whole office, I would say, we kind of love things like that. Like, and we've played trivia together before. We played trivia oh, on a together weird double before. Date, but yeah. yeah, it was a really <laughs> weird double date. And um, I actually went and played trivia last night. Came in fifth place out of ten, which I will say was not very that average. Bad. Average. It was, it was yeah, really yeah, average. Right um, in the middle. But, but tonight is office trivia. The show, the office. The show, the office, not the Beacon Office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I absolutely love things like this. I grew up watching Jeopardy. Actually, um, a woman who used to work with my dad saw my mom the, a, a few months ago for the first time in years and came up to her and said, aren't you Carol Dawson? Mom said, yes. And she's like, don't you have a daughter who loves Jeopardy? And you know, I've not, wa- I'd not watched Jeopardy in my dad's office since I was maybe six years old, but I used to sit in front of the TV and watch it. So this is kind it's, of right. It's up weird. You don't know more, but shut <laughs> up, gosh. You, were, you were not great I, at our last trivia. I was not great. At the I wasn't. Trivia. I mean, here's the problem. There's so many questions. That you're like, I literally have no idea. Like, Oh, I don't know this weird thing about some distant planet. Like, I don't know, I know. how many moons Pluto. Has. Like, and I'm not that people, do know them, but like I feel like they should really stick to like pop culture, sports. I know, and I'd be great. Last night History, there were a maybe. few that I just had absolutely no idea about. We were asked to put things in order from like largest to smallest, and the things that we were asked to put in order were like the the number of or the the number in millions of miles that the mercury is from the sun. Oh my god! Like who's going to know um, that? Yeah. How many years someone I don't even remember who it was played in the NFL? Like it was just well, that, the craziest thing. I, I know. Like they ask these questions, and I, I'm worried because like we both watch the office, and we both really yeah. like it. I'm worried that the question would be like. And we probably watch it. I watch it three or four times. You probably I played, done the same. Yeah, I played Office Trivia last week, and it was crazy stuff. Like, what did Kevin text the people in the office when Robert California took him took the the right side of the list out to lunch? What, what was the answer? Suck it, losers. <laughs> <laughs> and I so got Kevin it. Was on the right so side. I got it. Kevin said, "Suck it, losers." And but it was really difficult stuff. But Mark came up with a great name for us. If you watch the Office, you'll <laughs> recognize this name. Our team name is going to be called Voodoo Mama Juju. Yes. Which, if you've seen the episode where they're talking about downsizing and closing the Scranton branch, and Michael plays the murder in Savannah, the murder game. In Savannah that's yeah. where it came from. But we are really excited. Um, and team, we need to report back how we actually did. We I, I don't think we're going to do well. That's my opinion. I think we're going to come in like bottom 25%. What I think is going to happen is that Mark and I are going to get in a huge fight and we're going to be screaming at each other in public. That would like happen either way. So the trivia is really a very small part of that. I just don't know if you're like, I hesitate to use the word arrogance. Maybe it's confidence. It's yeah, going we'll to go outweigh confidence. your um, actual knowledge. I'm pretty good at like not knowing. So I'm like, no, I have no idea. Don't ask me. But every once in a while, I'm very confident on an answer that's not right, and I will force you <laughs> I know, to do it. But, I know. but usually, I was I was decent the first time we played, better than you for sure. Yeah. Well, I was also nervous because I was on a like a blind date with you and your girlfriend, and I didn't I did not like that. I was Is that not what happened? Like you, you just don't know answers. I just <laughs> I was concentrating on not being weird, and you know well, that's you, really yes, hard yes, for me. You need to concentrate better at work <laughs> really for that. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. This is what I get all the time. I had one good zinger joke, and now he's just like burying me with insults. <laughs> We are going to end this right here. We'll see you next week and we'll let you know how we did. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.